Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And my name is Carl Edwards. Join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, Claudia, it's good to see you again. It feels like we haven't uh, been with our friends here for a while now. It's true. It's been a while since we recorded our podcast, but I'm excited to start a new series today. Well, let's do it. We, um, we started with the kind of the back end last time of being real practical about career change, but we're going to launch at the start now and look at some misperceptions about the career journey. To our listeners, we're starting a new series on the career journey, and it's a little bit of a continuation of what we talked about in our last series about getting ourselves out of career suicide. And this is just another way of looking at how we pursue jobs and work. You know, my father was an engineer and his profession and his job were almost equal with his identity, but things have changed quite a bit since then. And we don't experience career or even the job hunt the same way our parents did in terms of kind of a lifelong pursuit in one direction. And that's proving confusing for a lot of us. It is. I think there are, there are two areas where I see this the most, and, and it is most apparent in people who are starting their career journey. And often that brings a lot of uncertainty and um, sort of getting what you can get without a lot of thought. And then people who are maybe in some sort of transition may be experiencing either transition of not being happy in a current place anymore or transition of maybe they can't retire and they're looking for something else to do or something else to sort of make ends meet because that's the kind of world we live in. But it's not viable to stay in a particular career anymore. And even during this time where we have careers just crumbling and you can't find a job in a certain area. And we're trapped with old questions. Most of us start that with the uh, famous, what do I want to be when I grow up? And we can't answer that question. We don't have some kind of destiny in mind. There's no one field or one job that's so attractive and so us that we just aspire to that. A few people have that aspiration. I'm um, seriously jealous of them. I know I am too, because I don't seem to think that way either. My no. life would be easier if I just wanted to be a nurse. There you go. It would make a lot of decisions for you about education, about location. Our contention is that that's true for most people. That's a change that's gone on in the culture is that we don't have this single career identity that we are working toward and aspire toward. So it makes that question less helpful. What do I want to be when I grow up? And instead of being confused by it and feeling like we should have an answer for that question, over the next four weeks, we're going to be discussing some alternative ways to look at yourself and your career journey that will be more helpful. Well, I was thinking for our listeners, what if we started with identifying some of the ways, because we may not even be aware of the ways that we're impacted in our culture and our society by traditional ways of thinking about career. Mm -hmm. And then why don't we, I mean, our purpose is to move beyond that. So, but what, let's start with what are those traditional ways? Well, the first one is, is there's certain categories out there about professions and career paths. And we take those as the starting point and then we try and fit ourselves into one of them. And we say, we're looking for this fit. You know, is it a field like engineering or medicine or law? Is it a, t a role like um, leadership or assisting or building? And we don't fit any of the categories. So the first problem we're running into is this sense that I don't fit anywhere. And that's our first change. The first change is that whereas our parents grew up accepting those categories and finding their fit and just dealing with it, we experience the world a little differently in, in terms of ourselves. See what we like to do and don't like to do, and that's our starting point, and that doesn't 
fit anywhere. Well, I guess most of us experience that through, I can still remember in high school, wasn't that long ago that you did a, you know, you had your career class and you took tests and what you got on these tests Ah. came up with this career that you should pursue. Now it doesn't mean that information wasn't helpful, but somehow I remember winding up with a test that said I should be a chemical engineer. I don't even like math, you know, like that was not, I'm not good at it. That was not obviously the career for me. And yet that sort of made me confused because I knew no way am I going to be a chemical engineer, but it did not provide me alternatives. So what we're saying is that many of us are experiencing this, I don't fit feeling as a problem, as a source of stress, as a, you know, what are we going to squeeze ourselves into and ultimately be only partially happy and partially miserable. And uh, when we get to this next week, we're going to find that that's not the case at all. It's not a problem. It's actually our distinctive that we're different than everyone else and we don't fit into the categories. And we're going to offer some processes to make that possible. But the first traditional thing is this kind of categories, these fixed categories outside ourselves that are careers, that are professions, that are fields, that are particular roles. And we take those as the starting point and that we somehow have to squeeze ourselves uncomfortably into one of them. And the other side that I see also is I think kids are much more aware because they're so involved in different activities and uh, just different aspects of areas and interests that they are talented in very many ways. And mm. so that seems to be sort of the issue is I, you know, I'm, a, I'm good at this. I'm good at math. I'm good at English. I'm a musician. I, you know, I love art. I, you know, so there are all these aspects in it with, along with the, I don't fit comes the, well, which one of these do I choose? Where do I put my energy? Right. So we're taking something that's actually an attribute, something that's super positive. We experience ourselves as multifaceted and multi-talented and turning it into a problem that we have to pick just one out of it that fits. That's what the culture does. That's what the culture does. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to turn around. The second area that we're going to look at is that, you know, people, we're just not sure. We don't know enough at the start of our career journey to really make a decision about where we want to end up 20, 30, 40 years later. And that's kind of the question that keeps getting posed to us. What do you want to be when you grow up? What are you going to major in at college? What kind of work can you do with that? It's the end. Everyone's, what's at the end? And you have to know the end in order to chart the path there. Now, that's a great planning tool. If you do know the end, that's an amazingly wonderful tool to help you plot the journey there. But young people can't know the end of their career journey. Most of us have no idea what twists and turns life's going to take and our experiences are going to give us. So to measure ourselves against the standard of knowing what I want to be with our grow-up is enormously frustrating and we believe, completely counterproductive. Right. And so I think the third area we're going to be dealing with is if you don't know where you're going, how do you know where you're going to go next? Exactly. And so there we want to offer alternatives that are kind of not countercultural, but don't buy into those fixed categories so that uh, we feel as if we're guests in someone else's world. And that the professions themselves and the rules for getting credentialed and the markers for what it takes to be successful are all out there. And we feel like we have to obey them and go along these certain lines. And there actually are 
alternatives. We do not need to merely buy into the status quo. We can find ways to be ourselves within existing positions. And I think that'll be really helpful for people. Well, and I think we'll be following that up with sort of a a way to look over the aspects of who we are, what what sort of things we bring to the table, and then juxtapose that with what's happening on the outside. So just keeping in touch with ourselves and keeping in touch with the realities of working life. Exactly. And so that's what we will be doing over the next few weeks, is instead of thinking about career as destiny or a destination, we're going to look at it as a journey, and that every step along the way is meaningful and valuable and isn't constrained by the categories that make us feel boxed in. Well, that's exciting. Next week, we'll be looking a little bit more into our career as a journey and sort of the distinctives of seeing that. And in the meantime, you know, come online, come to the website and comment on this podcast there and start thinking about this switch of how you feel about being boxed into a category or career or a role, how you experience that tension. We'd love to hear what's going on in your journey. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week and be sure to check us out at boldenterprises.com. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.